Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of the podcast Self-Evolution Regardless. Uh, belatent slash early slash random slash unscripted slash time to talk about episode. <laughs> so uh, I had a topic in mind that I wanted to share with you and I really wanted to talk about it because it's extremely, extremely important and I don't really think I dove into it like uh in detail so i'm gonna dive deep in the topic of moving out so uh well where can i start from so the millennials or pretty much uh even generation z the ones before us um we tend to be known for like one of the most like important traits that we have is that we still live in our parents house even after we uh we celebrated our 18th birthday now it really sucks i definitely can say that something like that definitely sucks i'm not for remaining a child a grown-ass child whether it be a boy or a girl still living under your parents roof especially like once you celebrate your 18th birthday like you're still there i know i know that there are cultural differences and so many cultures may differ on this and it really depends on like the mentality but i definitely also think that so many cultures i mean i'm gonna be a little disrespectful here but so many cultures are fucking retarded when it comes to this like seriously if you're gonna want to have your child stay with you after they're 18 imagine if they're still staying with you and until their late 20s or even afterwards like it's not healthy at all it's unhealthy for neither the parents nor the kids and we know this and it's a fact and it's something that both the parents and the children know and they have to go through this okay it's like the expanded or like the extended version of enmeshment and uh like no boundaries uh rule is still viable and it's still functional and it works as if everything's fine but let me ask you something what is the benefits of or what is the reason behind making your children stay in the home even in their fucking 20s like even after they even finished college or something like what is the purpose for that like what do you want from your kid staying at home already being an adult and you can also see that they're already learning so much about life they they may be learning how to cook they may be learn they may be learning how to pay the bills or buy something and you know i don't know none of that can be true and none of that can happen if they keep on living under their parents roof we all know this and it's so debilitating and toxic and unhealthy for someone to stay under their parents roof 
for a period of time that is after they're they turned 18 because we know usually 18 is the age of starting to become an adult even though mentally they can be a little bit like younger but physically speaking generally it's like this person already knows like is already curious enough to know about bills about cooking about transportations about saving money about budgeting money about a job about a career about making uh professional connections with people about networking about knowing how to live you know but you can't find that freedom if you're still under your parents roof you cannot do much if you're still under your parents roof like so a lot of the things that you probably own at home are not even yours you probably share those with your siblings or even literally with your parents which is, which is i'm gonna put it in like uh quotation marks disgusting but like uh it is it, is fucking irritating and annoying to have to know that such thing is accepted in some societies around the world and it's even reinforced in some societies in the world like to to have someone under your roof what what is the point afterwards like after all like what do you want from that kid do you want them to like um be an extension of you and achieve your dreams that you were never able to achieve or because you grew too old now that you have physical problems with your body that you want your kid to achieve your dreams for you even though you also know that your kid also who's now grown up to be an adult a functional adult hopefully is now uh capable of being mentally emotionally and physically independent and they can make their own choices and then they can take their own decisions and they can do the things they want without your permission you know sometimes a lot of stuff we don't we don't want you to to have a power over like a lot of the stuff we do or we choose to do or we decide to do are things that we intentionally want to do because we see some sort of a benefit in doing it and because it's developmental and it's because it's something that we want to uh, grow at or be able to master or try and 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 maybe even make a mistake at it but then get up and try again or change in the, the field or whatever and, and i'm talking about every single aspect right now i'm talking about like uh social connections networking job wise education wise uh emotionally uh physically just anything like <clears throat> this this whole idea and concept of staying in your parents house is not something that benefits either of the parties especially the kid who's already turning and becoming an adult and i know it's such like an assholeish thing for me to say like this is is unacceptable and toxic and exhausting and incestuous even it feels like it's something that is incestuous to even stay there and to even like 
have your kid do the things you weren't able to do or achieve your dreams or uh basically never judging you but you're always you're always constantly judging them ordering them around bossing around them telling them what to do telling them what not to do you're still minimizing the capabilities of what that adult child can do you're still devaluing the child that's supposed to grow independent from you why the fuck did you have children And supposedly, every single healthy parent would know that there's going to come a time when they literally tell their children to get the fuck out of my house right now. Or maybe not in that way, but like they tell them, look, we love you. We really care for you. We are providing for you. But it's time for you to, to discover life and what life means and we really really love you but we want you to be independent and it's time for you to get out there and get experience and experience the world and make connections with people and even travel and it's okay we have we're behind you we were always behind you and always supporting you like that's what healthy parents would tell their children and they would make sure that this discussion is taken seriously by the time that they're adolescents and in their teen years they make sure that this topic is in their head so that one once sorry once they reach 18 years old or even a little older like once it's time to go to college for example like that's it like it's time Like, it's time for them to leave the nest and it's time for them to build a life for them that is beneficial for them, that is fruitful, that is that is something that they need to do after all. Like, just like you did it once and you left your parents' nest, you left your parents' house, let your kids leave their ho- your house, for God's sake. Like, it's unacceptable for cultures to have to do this to their children it's unfair it's debilitating it's 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 minimizing and it's something that is like you're you're trying to be this monster that is that is enmeshing your kid like you're you're devouring your kid when they don't even have the the capability to to get out and the worst thing of all is what narcissistic parents do to their kids is literally every time they try to get out they will manipulate them they will triangulate them with their siblings they will guilt trip them into thinking that the idea of moving out itself is harmful it's terrifying it's terrible it's not gonna benefit them it's gonna be uh difficult for them it's gonna be extremely uh fruitless and on and on and on and on with all those negative things that don't even have anything to do with reality you see like the narcissist has their own reality that they have to quote-unquote that they have to project on you and they have to make sure that you also believe in that reality so much so that you yourself uh unintentionally and subconsciously become programmed into believing that bullshit lie because it's a fucking lie after all it's a lie that that was repeated to you so many times so much so that it becomes the truth and we all know this this is a very common 
a tactic for manipulation. They do it in the news. They do it in the media. They do it everywhere now. Even in in marketing, when businesses are trying to sell their products, they will do this to the to their customers. Make up something about this product that is out of nowhere, and then and then mainstream it. Make sure it's all on the on the uh, mainstream media so much of the time that it's now believable and that everybody wants to buy it. Like it's gonna freaking end anytime soon like they're gonna have this FOMO thing going on like feeling uh wait fear of missing out you know and they're gonna be afraid that they might want to miss out on this product that they want to get it as soon as possible because the the lie is now truth because it's repeated so many times that it now becomes a fact and it now becomes uh logical even though we all know that its origin origin is not true and it's not factual and it's not even credible and that's the thing parents do this to their kids as well and even if it's out of the intention of loving your kid or fearing for your kid or protecting your kid it's not healthy to overprotect your kid to overindulge or even over like uh be so supervisory over your kid and watch every single move they do and boss around every single minute of the day and tell them what to do tell them what not what not to do and just because you're more experienced than your kid you're constantly giving them advice based only on your perspective based only on your experience in life and we know that everyone's experience in life is limited to an extent and we cannot believe one's experience a hundred of the time because we know because we know so many things change during like a lot of things changed from for example the 1960s to 2020 a lot of shit happened and a lot of stuff changed and look at technology now and compare it to that in the 1960s there's a huge difference and so i don't know Touching on the aspect of the technology already, so much has changed and so many things have been invented ever since and so much has developed ever since. And so we already know that there's so much going on and so much happened and even with the updates, with the upgrades, with the prices going up and down, with the inflation. I mean, I'm not going to go ahead and talk about this because that's a whole different topic, but I'm saying so much change in the gap, the, how do I say, generation gap between the parents and the kid. All those years that you had your kid in all those years like when you're how old you are and how old your kid is and how mature your kid is now like you cannot project your experiences and your perspectives on your kid just because you had those limited amount of experiences and just because you think this world works this way automatically it's going to work that way for them no it's not so many things may change the different obstacles that they that you have come across are not going to be the same for your kid the same people that you have come across once in your time they're not going to be the same in your kid's age and uh nowadays in general um 
I don't know, so many things. It's not just about you. And it's not just about protecting your kid for the sake of protecting your kid. Or it's not just about having a dream for your kid. You're literally debilitating your kid. You're making a kid handicapped. If not physically, mentally. You are not allowing your kid to decide for themselves, to make a choice for themselves, to take responsibility. And yet, you're blaming your own kid for not doing that. Why? Obviously, we know the reason why. Because you are not allowing your kid to do so. So don't blame your kid for not being able to take responsibility, make choices, take decisions, meet people, get a job, study at university, whatever. Because we all know the reason why. And don't blame it on external factors because none of us are able to control those factors in the first place. Some things happen out of our control. 90% of the things that happen are out of our control. I mean, say what you want, but like, just so many things are not supposed to be blamed just because they happen. And so back to the main point, leaving the parents' house is a must, is a must, and it's something that must be done, and it's serious. If you don't leave your parents' house, looks, listen, look, you, you, you can't go without, like, it just it just can't be more obvious. You if you, if you leave your parents' house, you can be you can be independent. Emotionally, verbally, mentally, physically, financially independent from your parents. And I mean, I know there's a strong bond and there's this bloodline thing where blood is thicker than water. Sometimes it's not. So many times the environments get so abusive because you're still having your kid around you. And then that kid is more determined every day to want to leave because they have the right to. Because you can't, you cannot deprive your kid of their own right to want to move out of your house. So you built the house. So what? You got a job. So what? You made the choice of having the kid. You're taking responsibility of raising your kid. Raising your kid to be independent because just as you was, you were independent from your parents, let your kid be independent as well. Not fair. It's so so narcissistic to have your kid deprived of life just because you think it's best for them. Or just because of a pandemic. Or just because of a crisis going on. People look for whatever it is that's going to help them. That's going to feed them. That's going to take care of them. Whatever the circumstances are. People do. And it's the drive. It's the interest. It's the ambition that drives them. Don't kill that in your kid. Do not. Because if you do... Your kid may hate you for the rest of your life and they may actually want you cut cut you out once they move out of your house. Like, hey, I moved out of their house. I have the right to cut them out of my life because they weren't a help for me. They never helped me to be independent. Fine. I'm out of their life. They're out of mine. And that's it. And that's 
the fault of whom? We both know whose fault it is. So, leaving the parents' house. You're going to be independent. You're going to establish a better life. You're going to know the true value of spending money, how to budget, how to save, what to buy, what not to buy, the needs and the wants, the luxury and like the necessities, how to cook. You make food for yourself. You know, you're not always, you know, obliged to go out and eat because restaurants are expensive. But, you know, you can learn to cook for yourself. You learn to wash your own clothes, have your own laundry. You learn to even do DIY projects if you ever want to, I don't know, paint your room or paint the apartment that you're at. You do it without anybody else's control, without anybody else's personal taste and color and then imposing that on you. It's just an example. Um, you you can, I don't know, um, learn how to get a pet if apartments and uh, complexes even allow that you know you you will learn gradually how to take care of something that needs your attention and care and love at least if they allow it of course if the institution if the facility allows it or allows for it you learn how to pay your bills how to uh be responsible over like the water, the gas, the internet, and the rental money. And this is part of also being able to save money and being able to budget your money and divide each and every like uh, amount separately so that you know which quantity goes to where. Um, uh, you know, like uh, dedicate a a percentage for uh, luxury, a percentage for uh, necessities, and a percentage for savings, and another percentage for er emergency money whenever uh, you get sick or something happens, you know. I don't know. You get to do so much. You get to know... Yeah, like I said earlier, you get to know true from false friends. When you live with people, when you have a roommate, you'll know if by the way that they live, by by the way that they behave around you, and by the frequency that they clean uh, the uh, the place, or the way that they um, pay their bills, if they're responsible or not, you'll know people from that. You don't just know people from, like, work and then uh, assume that you're going to be friends forever. No. A lot of a lot of things become shocking at first, of course. But then uh, something that you see in people and in their lifestyle and it becomes something that you can see for yourself if this is a relationship that's going to be successful or not. And you determine that without anybody else having to boss around you and telling you if you should be friends with that person, if you should not be friends with that person, if they like it or not. Because because they, 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 they your parents tell you that according to their own 
uh, judgment of people. If they like that person, then they'll tell you to hang out with them. If they don't like it, then they'll tell you to not hang out with them. And it's not fair because then they're imposing their opinion on you and not allowing you to choose who to hang out with and who to not. And so... Again, it's debilitating. But once you move out, you get to do all of those on your own. And you get to go out on your own. You get to even even travel and even go ahead and explore the world and even uh, do do the work that usually, usually, like you'll know so much more than what your parents taught you, which Usually, it'll be some sort of like a superficial amount of information. Like they don't really teach us as much because they're doing the whole thing and they don't want to explain it too much because it's it's a too long lesson for you to understand. So they won't lose much time or they won't waste much time explaining the bills and the money and what comes in, what comes out, the income and expenses and I don't know, all the things in between. So they're just not. usually they won't do it, I don't know, I'm not an expert on this, but from my personal experience, that's what happened, and, like, I'm pretty sure once I move out, which I hope it's soon, I'm gonna know a whole lot more about bills and expenses and needs and income and job and roommates and how people live and how I live and the lifestyle I choose and how I cook and how other people cook and how we share f- foods together and how like gatherings happen and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, will be a live experience for me. And it's going to be a huge adventure for me. But if you already experienced this, I congratulate you. Like, honestly, I would celebrate for you because you've made such a huge, like you've leaped such a huge uh, step in your life and I truly encourage you to stay strong you know despite and regardless of the obstacles that you may face because it's such like it's such a huge step it's it's an important it's a vital thing you know and you also know of course if you ever have a romantic partner that you're living with you'll also know how much uh it's gonna work out for you if if you see that that person is taking care of themselves well if they're spending time with you if they're cleaning after themselves if they're cooking along with you if they're sharing um you know apart from the 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 whole intimate things that romantic relationships have but the daily routine of uh cooking washing cleaning laundry shopping all those you'll see if that person you're living with if if you want to start a relationship with them like like i mean like a, a romantic relationship you'll see that it might work or it might not work uh if you're working together as a team then it's highly likely uh gonna be a successful relationship but if if a lot of arguments happen if a lot of fights break out if if there are so many problems going on then it might it's best if you move out or either of you move out of there and just go ahead and look for another place where it feels safer but again 
the the whole experience of moving out is such an adventure and if you have done that already i congratulate you and i want to say congratulations and it's such a huge step that you have overcome um now i'm sure it will be hard for parents in general to have their kids move out at first but then they're gonna accept and realize that they have to do this because it's you know um they're adults and they can Uh, make the, the 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 choices for themselves and and you know it's their life you know you can't hold on to that kid for longer unfortunately and you're just you know, you know parents they're gonna have to accept this they're gonna have to to deal with this as a natural part of um life but the the difficult the difficult i think uh <clears throat> uh stage or the difficult part about this or the difficult perspective about this i don't know how to even put it but what i'm trying to say is that it's extremely difficult for people who are or have been in toxic family relation uh, you know relationships or environment uh where so many boundaries have been devoured and a lot of enmeshment is going on so much so they don't they feel like uh they're trauma bonded and they don't really have much to do outside of the house and so it's better for them to stay no like i know it's difficult it's hard it's definitely like it's going to be a shock for the family you know you, you can't even like you can't stay there forever it's not healthy for you it's not gonna be something that's gonna benefit you um you're still gonna feel like you're treated like a child all your life and it's not gonna ha you know even if you're 40 years old even if you become like 50 years old later like how would that feel like right now if you're in your 20s at least do your best to just if you haven't moved out yet like do your best to plan for a move out soon and very 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 soon and if it takes like fights and arguments with your family just do it because the only person that's ever gonna be genuinely grateful for you moving out is yourself besides your siblings besides your parents besides whomever okay um so really really i mean very difficult undeniably difficult undeniably challenging and it's such a hardship hardship but don't think of only moving out also only when it comes to getting married or only when it comes to starting a serious relationship with someone because we'll never know you know we never know when that one the one we also say the one the one comes and uh wants to establish a relationship with us and wants to build a house build a nest with us you know it's like it's not a necessary factor i think also that like you you have to move out on your own first get a roommate or even on your own first before establishing 
a relationship with someone where you're going to build a nest and you're going to get married and you're going to have kids if you ever want to have kids, if you ever decide to make the choice of having kids. But before that, make sure at least you move out on your own. At least you get to know to know what bills mean, what saving money means, what budgeting money means, what expenses mean, what shopping means, what cleaning up the house means, what laundry means, and what... Sh- what, what, what uh, roommates mean um and uh you know all the things in between like the luxury the necessities the bills uh, job the schedule like the security the storage etc (laughs) etc so you know really it's a very important step for you if you haven't moved out and I, I would advise myself the same. I would say definitely do not move out only if you're getting married. Like move out beforehand so you know what the fuck you're doing and so, so that you can get your shit together before someone is involved in your life. And also it, it should in healthy, like in healthy societies, it should take time for people to recognize their daily routines and what they do daily uh and things sur- and things regarding uh shopping cleaning bills etc you know they have to get to person in how how they do that stuff and how often and how many times a day and how well they also do that so that they establish a very uh, healthy, but also, how do we say, balanced decision about whether or not to be in a relationship with that person or not. Because a lot of so many unhealthy societies and culture advise that, cultures advise that the only time you should move out of your family's house, of your parents' house, is if you're going to get married. Whether it be male or female. And already, like, so many things happen, you know, uh, simultaneously. You have the partner with you. You have the house to clean. You have the co- the food to cook. You have the laundry to wash. You have the floor to clean. You have the, sh- the shopping to do. You have the bills to pay. You have the job that's going to fulfill so much of your time, like eight hours a day, for example, if you're working full, full time, and it's so much going on, and also you're getting married to this person, so you're also uh, getting to know their lifestyle, their daily lifestyle, their daily routine of doing things, and it's so exhausting. Also, if you <laughs> decide to have kids already and it's like the first few years oh my goodness and no wonder honestly i'm not surprised at all to see in the statistics around like the these cultures and how these cultures live even where i live it's terrible okay because so many times in these circumstances the percentage of divorce are extreme like sky high like they're sky high because p- 
people rush into so much like they want everything right now like they want to move out right now they want to get married now they want to have kids now they want to go sh get a job now they want to have everything right now and the real problem with that is they cannot afford to get all of that together and we all know this this is a huge fact that so many people blind willingly blind themselves off of it and willingly choose to do to to go ahead and not afford the stuff they want to do but do it anyway and so they find themselves in problems bigger than they are and then no wonder that they divorce no wonder a lot of problems happen no wonder so many families break up because of the divorces that happen it's so freaking sad really really devastating to have to talk about this to have to know that so many patterns of the way that society uh how do we say moves things around it's narcissistic like the way that love bombing we know we all know that the narcissistic pattern happens like this love bombing and then devaluation and then abuse and then discard and then the replacement and then back to the love bombing and then back to the same cycle and we all know this this happens already and and i cannot emphasize this enough because it happens it happens it's everywhere and not so many people are courageous enough to talk about this shit even though it's extremely extremely important to, to, to expose this because so that people know what they're what they're how do we oh my god how, how do i say that expression um what they're going to face i don't want it to sound so cliche wait a minute what they're gonna come across yes what they're gonna come across so if they're gonna want to be in a relationship with someone there has to be the a period of time to getting to know that person first to establish like to really be careful with that person and let, and let that person also establish their boundaries and be careful with you as well because if if your boundaries are crossed or if their boundaries are crossed and generally speaking relationships always always should be an, an exchange of of things and a in a, a mutual way um it's a two-way street it should be a two-way street it shouldn't be a one-way street otherwise it's unhealthy and it's toxic and so and and the better way to do it is to end it and so a relationship should be a two-way street in which both people share their lifestyle and their and their uh, ways of living the daily life before the gifts and before the dating and before the luxury restaurants and before traveling even because traveling is even a luxury that shouldn't be thought of in the first day <laughs> it's it's very important to think about this stuff because really so much of the 
problems that go on and the reason why or the reason behind the extreme amount or the supreme amount of divorces that go on is because of this is because of rushing towards quote-unquote love and sex and children and being rich and having money and all of blah 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 like it's so exhausting to have to chase all of those at the same time when you know you cannot afford to have all of them especially if you have a job that cannot even allow you to afford that stuff all at the same time and we all know that children are very 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 expensive if not unaffordable so it's a matter of choice and it's a matter of decision but the i i think the most important step to do and the 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 biggest thing to do before ever doing any of that is to be able to move out of your parents house because then you're going to be an adult that's going to be functional you know and it's going to have to be challenging it's going to have to meet a lot of fights arguments with your parents because they're too afraid for you and i know look they're right okay they have the right to be and that's fine they have the right to be protective of you they have the right to think about you they have the right to fear for you because the world isn't also a safe place all the time and so yeah they do have the right to but they're not to the extent where they're controlling your daily life they're supervising every minute They're supervising you and watching your every single minute move and dictating your life for you and making choices and decisions for you because that is unhealthy and debilitating and eventually something that should be should be eliminated at the the end of the day and maybe even cutting them out will be a better choice to at least teach them that there is something called boundaries and that they should respect those boundaries because they keep violating you and they keep invading your space and they keep doing this to you and they're devouring you and it's not fair so at the like the the last resort for that would be to cut them out i would say that was that would be Going no contact would be the worst. I mean, it it is bad, of course. It is bad. I'm not going to say it is the worst. But it is like the last thing you want to do if your family cannot stop respecting your boundaries, cannot, cannot respect you as an individual, cannot even consider you as an individual. They're only considering you as an extension, especially if they're toxic and abusive, and only take care, and only care about their reputation, and only care about how people are going to talk about them, and etc. And all those, and all that foolish, like, childish stuff. Okay? So, um, yeah. That's the whole main focus of this whole opposite uh, episode. <laughs> episode, like, do your best to try to move out as soon as you can. I am also doing my best because I cannot take it anymore. It's taking a toll on me. Hopefully, hopefully, soon. 
Um, if you haven't moved out, please do as soon as you can. If you have moved out, congratulations. It's such a huge step that you have over overcome. And hopefully you will be a stronger, more functional adult and a human being in the society. And I encourage you to... Um, Go ahead and be like, I'm sorry if my voice sounds like so dry because I've honestly been screaming my lungs out. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh God. So anyway, um, hopefully uh, that's it for this episode. Hopefully you enjoyed listening to, the, to this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it and editing it and publishing it. And everything in between. And if you would like to see this podcast successful and thriving, please don't hesitate to support it. Any amount will be very much appreciated. And by the way, um, so sorry. This is an important update for the podcast. It's going to be redirected to Red Circle uh, very soon. So, yeah. Basically, it's gonna be there very soon. It's in the in the process right now, but it's like gonna be redirected there for personal reasons, I'd say. So it's just a update to let you know. Otherwise, uh, please don't forget to check out the links I'll be posting in the show notes. Don't forget to check out the website, the merch, and the Instagram and Facebook links and Twitter. And uh, if you'd like this podcast, subscribe if you haven't. Check out the YouTube channel. I'll be updating it with more videos soon. If I get a, a beautiful, nice equipment, you know, I'll be showing my face maybe one day. I don't know. But yeah, uh, thank you so much for listening and I'll see you in the next episode.